smoker, don't you know the Joker laughs at you? It's almost like whatever he saw, he put yeah. in the song. It's pretty cool. I need to write a song like this. Yeah, I'm a loser, baby. So why don't you blow me? that it's in the time of chimpanzees i was a monkey butane in my veins and i'm out to cut the junkie with the plastic eyeballs spray paint the vegetables dog food skulls with the beefcake pantyhose kill the headlights and put it in neutral talk about stream of consciousness yeah i dig it he's such an artist well robin I would love to look at the, his notebook, you know, yeah. just to see. He's such a free what thinker. He writes down. Yeah. So shave your face with some mace in the dark, saving all your food stamps and burning down the trailer park. Yo, cut it. See, Robin, we're not artists. Well, this is our art. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever this is. This is our. This is our campus. I'm a loser, baby, so why don't you kill me? All right. Thank you, baby. Thank you, baby. I'm a loser, baby. Because every once in a while you hear a nonsense song like that, and it's like, boy, is that brilliant. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's right. You talk about nonsense. You know what the new thing is? It's called mumble. Do you know about this? No. Mumble rap. What? And it's huge. I should, t- you know, Who is doing this is this? something I can do. <laughs> I'm sort of getting into this mumble yeah, rap. Yeah, now thing. you're into rap. Yeah, now I'm into rap. <laughs> There's a subgenre of rap called mumble rap. I don't know about that. Yeah, and it's exactly. I got some um, here. I got some samples of it. I'll play it for you. Hold on. I got a mumble rap thing here. There you go. Anyway, it sounds exactly what. You know, it's people mumbling over a beat. Let me hear. And but and it's widely popular too. Uh, especially with the, like the streaming services, the top three mumble rappers get an average of twenty million listens a month on Spotify. Really? Which is baffling to me because I can't make out a word of it. Uh, here's uh, rappers Lud Foe and Z Money have a huge buzz online. This is their song Double Dutch. All right. It has three million plays on SoundCloud. And I'm Does that sure. mean anything monetarily? Yeah, I mean these guys go out and tour and they make a lot of money and they have fans. Yeah. I mean they got a big fan base. Yeah. All right. Here's Ludfo and Z Money doing the new thing, which I'm getting into now, mumble rap. Oh, this is terrible. Hey. <laughs> this is art. Dig this? No. <laughs> this song is called Lifestyle by Young Thug and Rich Homie Quan. This song went platinum. <laughs> the music video has almost 387 million views on YouTube. This is no bullshit. Well, he is saying some words, just yeah. you can't make them out. The one you can make out is the N-word. A lot Somehow. Of the yeah. That always just jumps right out at you. 
Here's the hook of the song Wicked by Future. It has 50 million views on YouTube. Check this one out. Before the song is done. No, no, this is the finished song. <laughs> You're wrong. They didn't finish. Hey <laughs> Anyway, I'm getting way into this because I'm thinking, you know, I've I've been looking for a long time for a, a vehicle. Your vo- your uh genre. No. <laughs> I'm getting into producing other artists too. Yeah? Yeah, I'm, uh, my first artist on my label is JD. Now, I'm, I'll play this for you. In fact, you know what? Maybe I shouldn't even play it until we put it up. I, I maybe, because we have, uh, our company now owns Pandora. Yes. Is there a way we can quickly put this on Pandora? Because I'm telling you, this... This is it. This is it. This is JD, the artist, doing his mumble rap. We didn't ready? know what JD was doing. JD was writing songs. Yeah, JD's been a songwriter. I didn't know it. <laughs> but if I put this up, I bet you, I bet you it's going to get a following. Here it is, for the first time ever on the Howard Stern label. JD mumbling. MC the badass. Yeah. My other artist is um, Asian Pete. If anybody wants to get into my You're label, whole stable. Oh, oh I've, I've since I've heard this this new genre, I realized not only am I going to put out my own music, I'm going to put out other people's. Yeah. Music. I've, I've I have Asian Pete signed to an exclusive contract. This is your artist. Check him out, man, and tell me he's not the best. Yeah. Oh, yeah. this is—he's the man. This is called. <laughs> Wait till we get to the hook. You're gonna love it. Yeah. Howard, you have to put this somewhere. <laughs> I'm getting it. I'm putting it on Pandora. <laughs> Will we know how many hits it gets? Yes, we'll know immediately. We, we get a research. We change his I'm name. I'm telling you, he's a star. I know. Notorious H-U-H, which is Notorious Ha. Huh. You know what'll be funny? What? When people come to interview him after falling in love with his music. <laughs> yeah. But think of all the girls he's going to have. And Asian Pete mumble rap. That's called... Now you're saying it wrong. <laughs> He's my artist. This kid's the biggest thing well, out there. Put out the lyrics already. I want to sing along. I'm also, uh, I also on my label have, uh, Leon Spinks. Another star. <laughs> Tons of hits in him. I mean, hits I to like the head. Him 
better than those guys you were playing before. Yeah. And, and even on my label, there's a big um, mumble rap feud going on between uh, J.D. and uh, Leon Spinks. Okay. We're not sure what they're threatening, but <laughs> there it is. I even signed a schizophrenic person with a disorganized speech pattern. All right, I'll tell you what, I'll play a game with you. Let's see how good you are with mumble rap. All right. All right. I took my skits. Tell me if you're listening to mumble rap or an impaired person. All right. Okay. This will be good. Maybe I should. Um, what? Let me, see. let me see the best way to do this with you. Okay. Here, I'll play the game with you. Is it real mumble rap or an impaired person? Here we go. Listen to this. What do you think? Mumble that rap? That is real mumble rap. You think that's real mumble rap? Yeah. That's mumble rapper Skeechy Michi. <laughs> Uh, a song called Kick Door. You're absolutely right. How come they right. can only... Why do, they don't mumble nigger. <laughs> why is that so clear? Do people like to hear that. Oh, it's ridiculous. All right, here, we'll give you another test. You did very well on that one. Is this a mumble rapper or an impaired person? What do you think? Ooh, can you Mumble play rap? that again? Sure, I'll give you a little more. I know what you mean. Jeez. <sighs> I want to say I'm almost 50 50 on this one. Yeah, yeah. It's not an easy game. No, I'm going to say that's real mumble rap. That is real mumble rap. His name is Lance. And the song is called Bring Me That Shit. Who are their parents must be their friends? Yeah. He just sounds like he has a breathing problem. That song has 50,000 views. He's an up and coming. My money's on him. All right. Mumble rap or impaired person? Like in the daytime when I be outside in the sun, I used to show my friends things that they hadn't seen before. But the halo, see, like the halo when I was preaching. What is it? That is an impaired person. You're right. That's a schizophrenic <laughs> with a disorganized speech pattern. <laughs> I had my trial time. I see the light on my shadow. On the I'm signing him to my label. I don't care. <laughs> this guys, aren't to something? All right, again, mumble rap or an impaired person? Whoever he is, sign him. Uh, I'm going to say impaired person Yes, again. impaired with greatness. That is a uh, <laughs> drunk person. He's actually drunk. We just put it to music. All right, one last one. You tell me, impaired person or mumble rapper? Who is that? Impaired or mumble? Impaired. Yeah, it's Kirk Douglas. Oh, jeez. 
For me, why Michael was leaving the streets of He's got a whole new career. <laughs> there you go, Robin. So now you learn something new. And you did very well in the game. You're 100%, right? 100%. Good for you. You found your genre. Yes. Yeah. That's my category. Let's go, Alex. I like that JD mumble rap, huh? A kid is onto something. Yeah, let's go. Let's put that up. Well, Asian Pete's really good. <laughs> well, well, Musical. Yeah, it's almost a love well, song. Well, yeah, it is. That is a love song. How did you know? know having your girlfriend over. Yeah. People fuck to this. <laughs> I'm putting that up on that Pandora. You should. See what happens. I don't even, you know, I'm thinking I can make some money in this genre. <laughs> get my artists out. I get JD and Agent Pete and Leon Spinks out on tour. Rest of his soul. That's a big show. Yeah. Isn't Leon gone? It's, no. I don't remember. It's called Marble Mouth Records. <laughs> Perfect name. Maybe needs more. Oh, yeah. Yes, uh, Balls in Pennsylvania. Balls. Hey, no. How are you doing, everybody? Uh, balls. Hey, I wanted to tell you, whenever you do your paperback or Howard Stern comes again, you you almost have to put Wendy in there now because <laughs> you, only you could make me listen to uh, 40 minutes of a retarded girl shitting, and it's brilliant. I was <laughs> Let's say slow word. adult. Slow adult. Yeah. How dare you? I was hanging you? on every like the turds were hanging on her asshole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, special bonus chapter. Wendy, the slow adult. Well, thank you, Balls. I might take you up on hey, that. Hey, can I ask you one more thing, buddy? Yes. Hey, uh, what's the longest you ever went without talking to your parents? Like, did you ever get an argument? Like, oh, no. I mean, you don't argue with my parents. <laughs> it's just not a, it's not something you're going to win. No, I've never had an argument with my parents ever. You've never hey, been never right once? <laughs> no, and it's not even like an option to argue with my parents. My parents are so right all the time. It's just, and like, they don't give a fuck. Uh, and, and if I went silent treatment on them, they would never call me again. Because I basically, I call them. Oh, so you would never hear from them if you stopped calling. You know, that's interesting. You know, I always wondered, too, like in my marriage and stuff, I never argue. Because I realize maybe that's a pattern because... You, I couldn't ever say to my parents, gee, I think you guys are wrong. <laughs> I couldn't even do it in, in, in an intelligent way. There's just no concept of them being wrong. Mm. Weird. So you've never you've never told Beth that she's wrong on something before? No, not really. Seriously? As far as she's concerned, she's right. <laughs> Why am I going to argue with her? Yeah, no, I don't really, uh, I really don't like conflict. I'm very uncomfortable with it. Have your folks ever taken you on a family vacation when you were younger? Yeah. Yeah, they did that. Was that a nightmare? Yeah, it was horrible. <laughs> it was horrible. It was horrible. I told you. I've told this story. We we took a trip once as a family to Washington, D.C. Hey, guys, my computer screens are blanking out again. The two on the right. All right, they're back up. 
Anyway, we've been having a computer problem here. Oh. You know, all the little buttons I hit yeah. during the show for sound? Um, it's been disappearing. Oh. Yeah. I don't know what's going on. I think it's this Windows bullshit. Our, our stuff looks old. You know what I mean? It doesn't look state-of-the-art. I'm talking about our computer screens. Oh, you're never updated? I don't know. We, You know. You know how fast technology is changing. Not here. <laughs> this is the same technology. What year? <laughs> this is the same technology from ten years ago when I first got here. Now we went on a family vacation to Washington, and I and like we went, we went and saw like the FBI building and the you know the the, the Washington All monument. All the monuments. And then and then we went to Virginia and went to a plantation where they grew cotton, and we saw real cotton before you know like <laughs> before like, it was picked before it was put in an aspirin bottle, like with <laughs> seeds in it and stuff, and. Yeah. And I, I just remember my father was very aggravated. Why? Because hey, it just we were annoying to him. But he decided that that was the vacation the family should yeah. be on. Because he was always aggravated. First of all, he would take like he would make films, you know, the, yeah. the family, and he was in charge. He's always carrying around heavy equipment because you know they didn't have like a phone back then. And the heat. Yeah, yeah, and in the heat, and he was always like, "I like to walk free." <laughs> Barrel. So walk free, put down the camera. Who's going to take the pictures? <laughs> Barrel, for one day, don't take the pictures. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> then you don't have any memories. And I like to walk free. He always wanted to walk free. He but wanted he, to walk free, but he was encumbered with equipment. Yeah, he was burdened down because he used to <laughs> smoke a pipe, so he'd bring a pipe. And then I remember it was embarrassing. Like, we were in Virginia. And you know how, like... The Native Americans used to smoke the peace pipe. Yeah. So I guess part of it was that they showed us that and it was a peace pipe. My father smoked his tobacco in the peace pipe. Who was the cameraman then? And, uh, we didn't have that. on. We didn't capture that. Oh. I just remember it. And I remember there was like a train where like it didn't move or anything. It was like one of the old train cars. Yeah. Just a. a My father was annoyed by that. An ex exhibit. Get off the train. <laughs> you know, it's just constant yelling. So you had no freedom to do what you wanted. Yeah, we didn't take... It must have been miserable because I don't remember ever having another family trip <laughs> except to visit my sister in college. And I was already older. and Right. I was trying to be cool around those college girls. And like when my sister was college age, like 18, mm -hmm. I was 14 and aware of my body. And, you know, and I knew I wasn't a stud or anything, but there were so many good look... My, my sister went to this two-year all-girls college. It was like one hot chick... After another. Uh-huh. And um, it was called Harkham. And the slogan was, all the boys' schools around there or any college around there would go, Harkham, Parkham, and Farkham. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, great. My sister goes to Harkham, Parkham, and Farkham. <laughs> but I remember we'd go there and the food would be really good. Yeah. At my sister's college because there were no boys there because they would go bankrupt if boys were there. Boys would eat all the food. The girls were always on diet, so they wouldn't eat anything. And then my dad was happy. He goes, the food here at this college is very good. <laughs> and then I'd be, like, I'd be like, yeah. And then my sister would go, can't we go out to eat? I eat this stuff all the time. Can't no. <laughs> and he'd get all burnt out and beat up and fucking crazy because she wanted to eat out. And he was like, there's perfectly good food at this college. Sounds like a good time was happening. Yeah. And then, and then, of course, I'd rush to the cafeteria to be first online. I was a kid. 
my father would watch what I put on my tray. It was cafeteria style uh-huh. at the college. And that was the famous breakfast where I got pancakes and I ordered toast. Oh. And my father went berserk. <laughs> What's wrong with you? He wouldn't talk directly to me, say to my mother really loud in front of all those hot college girls. Look at him. Don't you know that toast is the same as blood? I guess he was referring to the fact that they're both carbohydrates. Right. Which is fine. Like, pull me aside quietly and say, you know, you might want to look at a different option. But, like, in front of all the hot college girls, he's yelling. And, my, and the girls are all giggling. <laughs> Uh, he eats bread with pancakes. What's, what the hell is wrong with him? <laughs> oh, Beryl, stop it. No, she wouldn't even say stop it. She'd say, what's wrong with you two? Right, it what's was wrong? always yeah. you two. Yeah, yeah. The 14-year-old and the grown man. <laughs> what's wrong with you two? Somehow you were as equal in the argument. What's wrong with you two? For God's sakes, my mom was, she'd be scared shitless. She would not say shit. Well, she didn't want to go against him. No. He was giving me some fatherly advice on pancakes versus <laughs> toast. Nobody wanted to miss that. It was an important lesson to be learned in front of all the young hot college girls. I think it probably made him feel better about himself to be yelling at somebody. You know what I mean? Right, but it was also like you're always a reflection of him. Like, you have Mm. to be in line Mm. so you make him look good. Yeah, because he would be embarrassed by the person at the checkout at the cafeteria, like, when they were paying for it. Right. Yeah. He always uh, was uh, aware of almost everyone. Oh, yeah. Very aware. What kind of idiot has toast? With pancake. And sausage, too. <laughs> I mean, that's all right, but not with uh, toast. <laughs> you know, they're all upset. Like, just let me have my fucking toast, okay? Yeah, isn't there some point at which you can just be free? No, and no, no. And have a moment no. where somebody's not criticizing no. you and not evaluating you well now i'm locked in an internal nightmare because now i hear that critical voice in my head all day but you're running it see they're not even running it anymore like i wake up in the morning screaming that i'm an idiot and (laughs) and that's like why are you calling yourself an idiot oh my god i "I don't know i just do that it's my morning routine yeah (laughs) gets me motivated (laughs) get out of bed you idiot you never got to go to, say, like a, an amusement park or a beach or anything fun like kids. We would go to the beach, but that was a nightmare. That was horrible. <laughs> I would just, like, get, quickly go down to the ocean at uh, at uh, Point Lookout on Long Island. And, yeah. And, like, just, like, try to drown myself in the oh. waves. Like, I remember just crashing into people's legs. <laughs> I was always by myself. My parents, they bought into... My parents were pretty cheap, so... They bought into a cabana at Point Lookout. You ever see those cabanas? You, you're not from New York, are you, Balls? No, you're Pennsylvania. No, I'm Pennsylvania. Yeah, you know those little cabanas? Yeah, they're about a foot by a foot by a yeah, foot. Yeah, they're like a closet. <laughs> so there were 10 families in my parents' cabana. It was They all chipped in. Can you fucking believe this? People were so excited and would brag that they Oh, yeah. they had a cabana. Yeah, and my mother yeah. would be like, it's wonderful now because we can keep our chairs. No, they couldn't keep their chairs in the cabana because there were so many families. They brought, we had to carry the chairs from the parking lot to the beach. Well, what did you keep in the cabana? Well, my mom, 
I can change my wet suit. <laughs> and my mother would wear a rubber bathing cap yes. in the ocean, which is a great look for a lady with her big one piece. And, uh, you know, she'd, she'd dip into the water. i go, Mom, why don't you wet your hair? No, I had it done. I'm going to keep it nice. And then the big move was that she could sh- rinse off in the in the cabana. Yeah. You know. And change into yeah. clothes. We were like rich people. We were like the Trumps because <laughs> we had the cabana with the 10 other families. And the 10 other families would pile in. It, it, it was like, it was like a, a tenement. You had a cabana. We were on the waiting list for 10 years for one. Yeah, well, my parents knew someone who got in. That's how it always went. You and had they, to know someone. And, and that was evidently, I think, illegal. You weren't supposed to share the cabanas, but fuck it. Every family did. Very nice. I can rinse off and not get that sandy grit in the house. My mom would have her big rubber sandals and wash those down. <laughs> Do your folks ever get like any heated arguments? Not real. Uh, yeah, I think so. Sometimes. I don't know. I don't really remember. I try to forget. You try <laughs> to forget. <laughs> they might have had a few arguments, but not a lot. You know, my mom overlooked a lot of shit, and so did my dad. That's the way they functioned. Listen, with your father, one thing. He works and he comes home. I don't have to worry about him fooling around with all that nonsense with other women. I'm like, nobody's looking for my dad. Trust me. <laughs> other women. Fuck. <laughs> no party. You know? And my dad, you know, and he comes home and he does his chores. My dad used to have a really great weekend. As soon as he'd get home, he had to mow the lawn on the weekend and then he'd be doing like hammering and. He was constantly like doing fixing, handy, yeah, fixing and handiwork. Yeah, you know. What did he do to relax? Read the newspaper, New York Times. That's it, and watch maybe uh, Tarzan movies or the ball game. My my dad's really into baseball. Still, that's what he does all day now. So baseball. you still can't talk to him about a baseball? No, game. no. How does uh, he don't know about it? <laughs> no, I got turned off to ba- That's why I don't watch sports because I got turned off to it for my father at an early age. You know how dads turn you on to their passions? Yeah. My dad would turn me off to it. <laughs> my dad loved going to the track. He for- had some skill. His real relax, he'd call it his therapy. He'd go to the track, racetrack, and watch the ponies, you know, and bet on them. That was his therapy. And, um,. He would just, he took me one time because my mom made him and then he just yelled at me the whole time. And then <laughs> at the baseball game, he yelled at me. So would, if, if your mother said, why don't you go with your dad? You said, please, no. No, I didn't want to go. I didn't want to know anything about it. We went to Shea Stadium. It was a fucking nightmare. <laughs> he takes me there and it's like, um, uh, <laughs> and he handed me a uh, card where you're supposed to, my dad likes to fill out the card where you keep track of the innings and things. Right. Like, which is, card. It was such a fucking weird thing to me. You know, they got a scoreboard, but my dad wanted to make his own card. I guess he didn't trust them. He goes, here, fill it out and do whatever you want. With it. <laughs> I'm like five. You know what I mean? <laughs> and I don't know what he's talking about. So I start like scribbling on this card. He goes, so the way you do it, give me a buck. Like he didn't like like I imagine like dads who are into their kids would like go, son, this is my great joy in life, and I want to share it with you. And 
you know what? Let me show you how to fill out a scorecard. Like, okay, somebody got a hit or someone got a strike. You put an X over here. You know what I mean? Sure. I would imagine that's what somebody would really do. But my dad would just be like, come home and report to my mother. How did it go? Oh, boy. And he'd go, he doesn't even. I gave him a scorecard. He doesn't even know how to use it. <laughs> and I didn't know why I was being criticized. Oh, dear. And then I sit there the whole time eating. He had like four hot dogs and cracker jack. Oh, what are you eating of? Like, like I'm an idiot. Because like, I just sat there and ate. I didn't know what was going on. And I was scared. There were all these guys around us who smelled from beer and alcohol. And I didn't know from that. And they would yell out you profanity. Ever, and it was scary to me. I thought they were going to hurt us. You ever win any big money? Big money? Who? On what? At the track. Oh, at the track. Oh, my God. You know, you go down there, all degenerates. That was scary, too. No, my my dad didn't. My dad wasn't like like a a degenerate gambler. He would just like, you know, bet a couple of bucks on a game. He, I mean, again, uh, he was there for therapy, not yeah, to ruin his uh, life. Yeah, he just went to get that out of the house away from us because his one day off, he didn't want to be with us. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Your father works hard. He needs to relax. All right, good. I don't need him here yelling at me. I'm free to groove. Yeah, no, it, it didn't go well. But you never went to an amusement park where you could no, get away and no. do your own thing. I mean, if we did, I went I went myself. I got on my bicycle and rode over to Nunley's on uh, uh-huh. Sunrise Highway. Yeah. Would maybe do uh, do some of the games and stuff, try to fucking get rid of the nervous tics I was developing. <laughs> Yeah, I was uh, I was alone pretty much a lot of my life. Ugh. Yeah, but uh, yeah, you know, my mom would try to force a day a Father Sunday, but it never went well, and it was never brought up again. Like the one time we went to the movies. Yeah, so everything was once, once, and it never worked out. <laughs> oh, my, my dad God. took me to see Barbarella. It was like an X-rated film with Jane Fonda naked in it. Perfect choice. Yeah, and I'm sitting there like going, like shaking because it's like sexual, and I'm thinking my father's got a boner. <laughs> Like, that was the movie they picked? Like, it wasn't about me. It was about what he wanted to right. see. Like, maybe find a G-rated movie. How old were you? I was a kid. I don't know. What year did Barbarella come out? I can figure I it out. Gary, know. look up what year Barbarella came out. Get busy and do something. Because it probably was completely inappropriate. 68. 68. So <laughs> yeah, I was born in 54, young. 64. Yeah, I was at a really weird age. I was 14. Oh. Right? Am I right about that? Yeah. Yeah, you shouldn't have been there with your father. No, it was weird. <laughs> like the one time we go to a movie together, and and it was quiet, man. And there were guys jerking off in there for sure. Ugh. Jane Fonda was so hot in that movie, you, you know. And I wanted to look at Jane Fonda, but not with my dad sitting there. I should have left him there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you sit on the other side of the yeah. theater. Uh, no, no offense. It's a young boy with an older man sitting and watching sexual films. Yeah, it was creepy. I mean, for the first 10 minutes of the movie, Jane Fonda's tits are completely out. Like she's, I mean, you didn't see shit. Like there was no internet. There was no porn. I'd never even seen Teddy. So you had no preparation. No, we sat down (laughs) and then I'm looking at Jane Fonda's tits, which is mind blowing. But so is my old man. (laughs) And I'd never seen that look on his face before. (laughs) 
I know he had a fucking rod. I'm sure of it. You know, and, and we didn't have the kind of relationship where we where he would turn to me and say, "Gee, I, you know, I brought you to an inappropriate movie." Right. Just and well, let's go somewhere else. And then I know afterwards we got in the car. He didn't say a word about it. Oh. I mean, I I had never seen anything it's like that. It's bizarre. You lived yeah. in the bizarro world. Nothing ha- was talked about. Some, yeah. Something happened, no. and we're not going to discuss it. How is the movie? <laughs> I saw Jane Fonda's tits. <laughs> like, there was, no, there was none of that. It was just like I'd go to my room and, and try to push all these feelings away. Titties. You know? Who is... I mean, it would have been really incredibly erotic experience to see that movie on my own. Right. And I'm sure the guy at the movie theater had to be weirded out. That this man is bringing, bringing a boy. Bringing in a 14-year-old <laughs> to the theater with him. What's this all about? Oh, shut up. <laughs> Are you a priest? Sit down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, everything was tribal. Like, you know, and once a year, my mother would force my father to take me to his recording studio, which was a hellish nightmare. <laughs> That was even worse. It was so bad. My father was so angry that he had to bring me. It was always on the holidays because I was off from school. It was either Easter or Christmas. And at his work, they'd have special food brought in because it was, they'd have like a whole spread for Easter. So, And he was angry about it because he didn't want to spend the money at his work, but he had to because his partners wanted it, the clients. And my father would be angry with me. i go, Ma. Mom, they had like egg salad and they don't have that every day. He thinks it's like that every day at my work. I don't know why he was so angry about it. Oh my God. Yeah, he would just explode. He's throwing you egg salad and shrimp salad. That's once a year when you come. (laughs) All right. Well, that's once a year. Oh, boy. Yeah, oh, oh I, just, I had to get out of there. <laughs> I don't know. It was crazy. And, you know, and it would have been a fun thing. It would have been exciting if my sure. dad wasn't so. He'd like throw me in a room with these famous people to watch them record. Don, I'm sitting there in a room with Don Adams. And, and he never even introduced me to them. They didn't know why you were there. No, it was just some kid. were his son. With Larry Storch, Don Adams, some of the biggest stars in sitcom television. The guy from Get Smart and the guy from uh, F Troop. And yeah. They're, and they're in a room recording. My father's so sweet around them. He was a different guy. You didn't know that guy. Would anybody like lunch? <laughs> Please, uh, anyone? Would you lunch? And then in the car, he'd bitch about that, too. <laughs> uh, that Don Adams, every time he comes... He was shrimp salad, which is the most expensive thing on the menu. Like, it wouldn't even be Don Adams. It would be the guy from the advertising agency who right. was in charge of the commercials or whoever was the book the studio that day. And it would really bug my father. He goes, if, if these guys, they, because they don't eat shrimp salad, they wait till they come to me because they bill it on their agency. And would drive my father crazy. They, they should order a normal sandwich. He had rules. Oh, my God. My dad. And then he gets so upset. And he knew everybody knew the rules yeah. and were just breaking them. Yeah, they were breaking the rules and <laughs> fucking with him. And then he'd bitch about his partners. Oh, my partners. Because they were recording engineers and they knew music. Yeah. I never had music lessons. I don't know music. They do. So I handle the business. And they think that they... 
they are doing. If they didn't have me, they wouldn't be free to plant alone and do music. <laughs> Man, did he have problems. Oh, he was pissed. He didn't feel like they appreciated it. Yeah, but the, everything was a problem. They oh. didn't appreciate him. These people are ordering food. They oh, should order. Oh, I get done. I go, oh, my God. <laughs> Life is hell. Life is just fucking horrible. <laughs> oh, I'd just be so beaten. And, like, why would I pay attention in school? Life's just going to get worse as you get older. <laughs> There's no joy in it. Oh, my goodness. You know? And then my dad, you know, my parents didn't drink, but then my dad decided he should have a cocktail when he came home. And even that be turned into a nightmare. Why was that a nightmare? A nightmare. I told you, my, my mother had to prepare his Rob Roy, <laughs> which is one part vermouth, vermouth, one part, like, whiskey, one part some other bullshit. And then it has to be a lemon twist and then refrigerated all day till he got home. Oh, boy. And my mother would start preparing it. Early on in the day. And then she'd be evaluated. Uh, then she would be completely nervous. Yes. I go, Mom, why, what are you doing? She'd be like peeling a lemon <laughs> and mixing this drink for him. Your father works hard all day. He's entitled to a night. Listen, I don't drink alcohol. And he gets all red in the face when he drinks this. <laughs> And it's not good for his skin. Did she tell she had unload on me? Oh my god. And then when he came home there was no mention of that. <laughs> about how red in the face he got. And believe you me, it changes his personality. Oh my that god. alcohol. <laughs> Hanging up on balls. It's, yeah, it's he's coughing. coughing. I'm working my balls off. Echoing. Doing yeah. That's what it must be like for a stand-up comic. There's some <laughs> asshole in the audience. Just, yeah, people diverted on yeah. their phones. Yeah, you, yeah, you keep looking at your phone while I'm working here. Waving for the, the waitress so they can get their drink. Then my father would come home with that Rob Roy and drink it. Sometimes he liked it, and then sometimes he'd be critical. He'd go, that's good. That's good. <laughs> what do you mean? Oh. It doesn't taste as good unless it's not as cold. My mom be all defeated. Right. Because she really uh, tried. I'm like, wow. Felt bad for her. You should have felt bad for everybody, apparently. I should have felt bad for me. Yeah, you included. I didn't feel bad. I just didn't know enough. (laughs) That's all I had. It wasn't like I had a cadre of friends to turn to. Or or other people that yeah. were going to take you in. Oh, <laughs> take me in. <laughs> I was lucky I was alive. Did uh, I tell you about the time? When I, when I would step out of the house, then then um, the black community was mad at me <laughs> for being white. But did I tell you about the time I ran away from home? No, how'd that work out? That sounds good. I I didn't know how to run away from home. Right, no one I had does. just seen it on TV. No. Oh. And everybody got a stick. Oh, yeah, I know. The hobos. How far did you get? <laughs> I was like two blocks away <laughs> when I realized I had no place to go. Yeah. It was the most defeating experience Yeah, of my I announced life. to my mother I was leaving home. She's like, God, go. Where are you going to go? Anyway, we should take a break. We have a lot to catch up on. And uh, by the way, you did very good on your mumble rap test. I was very proud of you. Well, thank you. Yeah. I think this mumble rap thing is something we could get into. Yeah, I'm telling you.
JD's all up, walking around like a superstar now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an artist. I, 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 I'm, I'm, all right, we'll be back I, in two, I, I two shakes of a leg. Uh-huh. Look at Jerk Off here. Yeah. Oh, he's he, he, right. That's when it's the, 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 it's Good morning, yeah. sir. Good morning. Um, I just want to ask you two questions. What um is is was Robin Givens the only? All right, I don't want to talk about that. Come on, you know I don't want to talk about that. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. <laughs> What's wrong with you? <laughs> What's wrong with you? What the only black woman that ever was dated? Yes, let's put it that way. Yeah, I mean, come on, man. I'm married now, no, twenty man. years. What's the fucking difference? I know. No, no, no. I know that. But, but I like all women. That's Black women, you, uh, every kind of woman I like. If you're a I woman, I like you. you. Right, Robin? Right. That's right. That's right. You know what's funny? I'm not. I'm not attracted to Asian women. No, I am. That's not funny. <laughs> I think Asian women are lucky. You're not attracted to them. <laughs> uh, I'm really attracted to Asian women. I I never enjoyed uh, dating one. I can't get into them. But listen, so um, what I want to tell you was the, the mumble rap started because of the older rappers with the young kids. They were saying that they were mumble rappers. They didn't know what they was talking about. They didn't know how to uh, perform on the mic. So the young kids embraced it and, right. and used the word. It's like a uh, it's like the punk movement. It's like, hey, man, you don't yeah, like us. We can't us? play our instrument. Right. We're just going to mumble into the microphone. Yeah, exactly. Do you but like let me it? Let tell you this. The greatest rap album in 20 years is out right now. It's insane. Insane. All right. Thanks for the call. He doesn't get to the yeah, point. Yeah, right. Let's say, the greatest rap album. Now you have to ask, it. what is yeah, yeah, I mean, like, dude, can I, can I just fucking get out of this conversation, dude? I got a good phony phone call. talking to you. I like talking to you. Yeah, yeah well, I hung up on you. <laughs> now we'll I like know. talking to you. Hey, the greatest rap album is out right now. Oh yeah, what is it? You know, like, like, like what would I have to pull this out of you? You know, but just well, who is it? We never found out who is <laughs> who is the greatest rap. Like, just say it. I don't, I don't know what he's up to. This guy. I try to talk to him. Makes me angry. I got a Ronnie uh, the limo driver. We haven't heard from Ronnie in a while. Ronnie limo driver, phony phone call. If you want to hear that, we okay. used some of Ronnie's classic yelling out. Um, Richard and Sal called some religious internet radio show and said that their grandpa Ronnie was possessed by the devil. <laughs> <laughs> and they got an opportunity to use some of the Ronnie, Ronnie lines, if you will, like 69 and all that. I thought this was kind of fun for you to listen to on a beautiful Tuesday, or as Ronnie says, wet Tuesday. Well, Ronnie tweeted already today, Wet Tuesday. That was Is it big... always Wet Tuesday? No, it's just that it was raining out in New York. Of course. Oh, it was a weather report. Yeah, Wet Tuesday. He does that while he's waiting for me in the morning. He tweets. <laughs> anyway, here it is, a possessed Grandpa Ronnie on a religious radio show. And the Lord God said it is not good. Come on in, Pastor James, and do a prayer of salvation. Come on in. God bless. How are you today? We're doing great. Was it John? Yeah, this is Pastor John, your old buddy. And I got a quick question. 
Have you dealt with demon possession? Yeah, we dealt we dealt with a lot of different uh, entities. There is definitely demons out there. Yes. Well, my grandpa Ronnie just came back from Las Vegas, and now he's possessed by a horny demon. Here, listen. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. Go right here. <laughs> Okay. All right. We definitely got to pray for him. Good, because he's going to ruin Father's Day for our whole family coming up. Father, go ahead and pray for him, because I'm not led to hear the demon, to listen to the demon. I don't blame you. That's a filthy demon. Yeah! You guys ready to get this shit started? Um, Heavenly Father, Father God, we pray. Yeah! Everybody having a good time! For, uh, Ronnie, the grandfather of the gentleman's calling in. Uh, get ready, fucking wives! Pray, Father, that you remove that satanic spirit from him. I don't approve of profanity. Oh, my God, it works. Good old Christian Grandpa Ronald is back. Hallelujah. It feels really good. I don't want you to go to hell. I want you to go to heaven. Lord Jesus, amen. Fuck this place. Fuck some whores. Uh-oh, the demon's back in him. Repent. Hallelujah. Yeah. Oh, goodness gracious. Oh, Grandpa Ronald is back now. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Man of God, no. Hallelujah. I love cock. No, 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 no. no. Uh-oh, uh, horny Ronnie Demon is back, and now he's gay. What is this that no has I'm going to lick your asshole. Shut off this phone. Shut off this phone. And I'm going to rub your cock at the same time. Ah. Uh, uh, wow. Wow. I'm going to tell you how strong yeah. the devil is. You're not going to come and spill some filthy stuff to nasty up the program. These homosexual and lesbians, no devil can come on yeah. Blood Talk Radio and disturb, disturb Blood Talk Radio because Blood Talk Radio belongs to God himself. This is God's line. It's God's line. Wow. Religious shows freak out when you threaten to go gay. That's when, the, when, uh, that's when all hell broke loose, <laughs> when the Ronnie, Grandpa Ronnie demon went gay. <laughs> <laughs> Why did the demon have its own exorcism music? They uh, never asked. Uh, but maybe no. demons travel around with music. <laughs> I didn't know they. I didn't know that music is actual background for demons. <laughs> you know, there's yeah. a demon in the room because of the music. Putting uh, maniac Ronnie's yelling to good use in a phony phone call, isn't that nice, Robin? Yeah. yeah I was listening. Like someone gave me some tapes of Ronnie out on the town a while ago. I never even played them, but maniac ronnie was at somewhere like at a restaurant singing karaoke and then he started screaming about viagra and cialis oh boy. did i ever play you this no yeah i, I didn't think i did I, it's worth playing this is ronnie where the hell was he let's see if i have it in my notes ronnie and his fiance stephanie went out to dinner with some friends with some friends stephanie posted video of a drunken ronnie on instagram live <laughs> he was singing about Viagra and Cialis. I think because he wants to be like Bubba sometimes. You know yes. how Bubba always talks about? He loved about? the Rattler. Yeah, and he doesn't have a lot of thought of his own thoughts. Viagra's 
Cody said he. I'm telling you, that's a Bubba thing because Bubba goes, I take 100 milligrams. Yeah. I think that's what Ronnie is singing about. Yeah. He's trying. Like, he says he doesn't take Viagra, but then he's up in front of his friend singing about Viagra and how she's going to see his heart on. It always sounds like someone's being killed in Ronnie's clips. Like, like the, I mean, I'd be exhausted He's for a week. He's sort of onto something with, I went to CVS. That sort of fits into the song. Yeah, yeah. They, but then he falls apart. But again, I'm sure that's a Bubba rap. And then he just starts screaming. Yeah. Everyone at the restaurant must have really been in love with him. I imagine when you go to karaoke, you expect to see a little old man. Right. I mean, oh, a nice old man's going to get up. <laughs> A 69-year-old man's going to get up and sing. And you expect it to seem like a Frank Sinatra song. Yeah. 69! And he's like, you're going to see my big heart on because I got, I went and got 100 milligrams. 100 of a- milligrams! 100 like, like, milligrams! And he, say, he doesn't take Viagra, so he says. And I said, yes! And Ronnie claims he doesn't like when yeah. Stephanie posts those things. Then but, why does he do it? Yeah, believe me, he must love it. What a weirdo. And what an energy, huh, for a 69-year-old guy? Ready to get this shit yeah, but I'm also interested in her sense yeah. of humor. Like, right. I don't know what this is. I know she loves it. You're all wrinkled and crazy. Yeah. Almost deceased. And you love some young vagina. Oh, yeah. You're pervy. <laughs> you're creepy and you're 69. And that wasn't even a karaoke bar. That was like Ronnie just yelling that song in the at restaurant. At a restaurant. At his buddy's restaurant. Ronnie. Howard. Yeah. I just found out how Ronnie came to sing, which is very interesting. There's a guy that sings at the restaurant, and um, I guess he sings to track, and he left. So after he left, they just hijacked his equipment and started singing. Oh, wow. And Ronnie's very, very, very uh, forward. I mean, like people are eating. Like, why would they want to hear him yelling about Viagra? And but he but it, that's not even his rap. He doesn't use Viagra. Where is he? Coming in. Yeah, <laughs> I'm curious. And don't start yelling, Ronnie. I want to ask you: Why would you sing about Viagra if you don't use it? Like you claim you don't use it, and then like you're 100 milligrams. No, I tried it. Yeah, but yeah. So what happens is after the restaurant empties out. Yeah. Like, there's no real customers there or anything. No it's one was just, there but you. No, there's a bunch of us that hang out there. Yeah. Okay. And there was a couple of there's a couple of people that hang out at the bar afterwards or whatever. Yeah. But the restaurant was empty. What time of the morning is this? I don't know after midnight. Wow. Well, you got some constitution. I got to hand it to you. You know, we get up. Ronnie gets up like two in the morning. Yeah. Every at three thirty. Three thirty. Yeah. And then on the weekends, you stay right up right throughout the whole night, right? Oh yeah, like you don't nap. No, Saturday I had to go. Like Saturday I had to go to uh, my granddaughter's recital. Yeah, you know, a dance recital Boy, thing. You're always going to those. Well, this is like the end of the year thing. The okay, end of the, you know, the everybody's got a yeah three and a, a half hours. Isn't oh she? My God. And a half but isn't she too old for that shit anymore? How old is she? No, this girl's there to dance. They dance until they're eighteen, and then really, they, I thought kids give that up like when they're seven. No, she's no, fourteen, but she they oh, got yeah? her, she's teaching now too. Like Fred, your daughter doesn't dance anymore, does she? No, she does. I mean, she does at school, but not to the degree that yeah, uh, right. his granddaughter yeah, well, does. Yeah, she does. She's still got to go to. She's going to Virginia or something. To what do kind of like ballet or something? Well, she does. It is modern dance shit. Yeah, a lot of modern dance. Yeah. A lot of modern dance and tap. She does tap also. Right. Wow. 
Some That's people like it, Howard, and they keep doing it. Yeah, and she, she's teaching the younger kids now. They yeah, she does it. tap, and I yeah. check out the 18-year-olds. <laughs> Did you stay till the end of the recital? Yeah, I stayed till the end. That was like, ended like a quarter to nine. Mm. Oof. Could wow. you end this? I got to go sing somewhere. And then I had to be at, I had to be at a birthday party <laughs> afterwards, and I didn't get home till like 2.30 in the morning. Wow. That was sad. What a fucking constitution on you, dude. I got to say, I man, I'm I'm beat. I was kind of, I was beat though. Yeah, I bet I was beat. But why are you singing about like why are you at the restaurant? I, know, I was drunk off my ass. But the hundred milligram. I know that's Bubba's whole rap with the hundred milligrams and the Cialis and going to CVS. I don't know. I just it just happened to go with the song. I, don't I know. feel like you like want to take on like Bubba's personality. No, not at all. A little bit. You no, know what I mean? That's me. I, is that you? I'm but that whole crazy. rap is Bubba. Yeah, but I was drunk. Yeah, but I I'm was saying, really drunk. And then you, you grabbed someone else's drunk. personality, you know what I mean? No, I was grabbing somebody's personality. No? Why do you think I was grabbing somebody's personality? Because so it's Bubba like you. No. <laughs> so you Bubba got that rap from you? Oh, not at all. Yeah. I'm just saying, it just happened to go that way. All right. I forget what we were... Th we must have been talking about something about... It was a tribute to Bubba. Well, it's sort of like what Bobo does. Like Bobo, like hears me talk about something and then he incorporates it into. Right. No, but I wasn't. I wasn't talking to Bubba. Do you carry a rattler like Bubba? No, no, no. And what? And Stephanie, what does she do? She she's in charge of taping these things. When no, you go I berserk? didn't. Yeah, she does it, but I don't even know about it till afterwards. Were you pissed? Uh, yeah, I was yelling at her. You don't like it? No, I hate when she does. It. Oh, and then she posts it on Instagram usually. Yeah, right. She's uh, she's like your. Uh, but this is a pattern. She still does it. So that means Ronnie likes. It. Yeah. No, I don't. I got a report on you today. Now what did I do? Oh, yeah, yeah. You, this is stuff you've been told to to do out there, but you didn't do it. What? A couple of the guys already came to me. What? A somebody, couple of the guys. Somebody. Guys. I'll tell you, but go ahead. Somebody. Uh, I guess somebody sent up donuts this morning. A like bunch of food. A bunch of food, locks and donuts. Yeah. And, right. I know who sent the locks and the and Well, Jason went up to Ronnie and goes, hey, who sent the donuts? And Ronnie no, goes, no, Gary oh, did. Oh, Gary did? Gary goes, who sent the donuts? And, and and Ronnie goes, I don't fucking know. Yeah, right. I was in the, I went to the bathroom. Go ahead. One of the other guys was out there still. Right. And whoever, the guy who brought the stuff in told him. But why don't you just say, wait, let, wait. let me look into it. Why no, do you tell we, people I don't fucking knew. know? We, he told me afterwards. That's what I'm saying, though. But if Gary asks you because he wants to make sure that it's, you I know. I had just come out of the bathroom. I didn't have 10 so seconds say to, him, to find say, out. Say, Gary, I'll go find out. Uh, let me. I was in the bathroom. I'll go find out. You're like, I don't fucking know. Who do I look like, Mr. Donut? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm like, what, am I, what am I, a restaurateur now? Yeah. Gary, were you too afraid to confront Ronnie about this, or you sent Jason in your place? No, I Gary. Sent Jason in my place. No, Gary asked me. Oh, but I, I, did, I asked you, but I just thought it was interesting that you didn't know because we just went over this a couple of weeks ago. Dude, I had just came out of the bathroom and then Brian told me who did it, Wait, who brought you, it in. Wouldn't you walk by and go, oh, there's something I haven't seen before. Let me see what this is all he about. He told me as soon as I came back. But you had already asked me and I didn't know yet. Well, why didn't you just you, say that? It would have been the first thing I would have looked into is what I'm saying. Oh. Well, he gets mad because he thinks he's security. But he's not supposed to know where the donuts come from. But that but could I be... know where they came from. Well, you didn't at that you point. Know now. You know now. You didn't know then. Yeah, but the guy who was there, the other guy who took my place. How did you know place, that? The guy who covered me but while you I know went to the bathroom, knew? he knew. How do you know? Because he told me as soon as I came back. So then why well, did you just... As soon as you came back, because you were leaning against the door, and you didn't know. <sighs> he doesn't get it, does he? Yeah, I get it. What do you get? Yeah, I get it. What do you get? I got it. What do you get? I got it.
it. What? Why are you so angry? No, I'm not angry because why? If Gary asks you where the donuts why are. Why didn't he ask the other guy? The guy was the guy he's, was standing there. He's more comfortable there. with you. You're the guy. No, the guy. Why didn't you ask the other fucking guy? Because you're the guy. No, he's a guy also. He does the same job. No, but I go to the bathroom. I'm Ronnie the limo driver. And he not took Ronnie my place the donut when I went inspector. To the Who's head of security? Me. Oh. So he went to the head of security. J. Edgar Mund. But I had just gotten back from the bathroom. So why didn't you just yeah, say I don't know that. Just so you know, I don't know where you've been or what's been going on. So I walk by, you're leaning against the door jam, and I go, Hey Ronnie, any idea where this came from? You go, I don't know. Your persona is to yell at everyone and be grumpy, but... I just wiped my ass. Why are you bothering me? Exactly. <laughs> I was shitting, you asshole. <laughs> like, in other words, you can't be Ronnie the personality. Let me ask you a question. Go ahead. I'll tell you how I would have handled We're it. We're both standing there. Right. I'm standing there. The other guy is standing right. there. Gary comes up. Right. And says, who brought the donuts? Go ahead. I say, even if I said, who, I don't fucking know. Right. Okay. Why wouldn't he ask the other guy? Because he knows you. You're the head of security. He knows him, too. Yeah, but, Ronnie, he asked you. 